you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Living in God's Rhyme. My name is Tim Carter, and uh, with me today is my brother, producer, and technician. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, folks. My name is Dave. Welcome to Living in God's Rhyme. How you doing, big brother? I'm doing quite well, Dave. And then you yourself, how are you? You know, you know, I be, could be better, I could be worse, but uh, as far as things go, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, we're going to see that that improves during this podcast. There you go. So, uh, shall we continue? I think we should. Um, why don't you tell folks what we're going to talk about a little bit today? Well, today we're going to talk about color. About color, huh? Yes, uh, yes we're going to talk about coloring, and uh, I have a few poems about colors yeah and i will explain to you over the course of this podcast how you can color with words you don't need crayons you don't need markers you just need the words sounds good to me why don't you uh yeah, okay. let's go ahead and get well, us started all right well uh, today's poems haven't been published they're not in any book yet and uh, they were a continuation of my writing on facebook after I finished writing the, uh, the poems for Living in God's Rhyme book. So, today we're going to read three, of the po three poems about color. And I just want to tell you, I am not an artist, so I write words of color that are not seen by the eyes, but are hopefully seen by the heart. And there is where you find the color. This first one is called, Color, The Color of Words. Can words paint pictures like a brush on a canvas? That was the question. What is the answer? The brush paints the scene, but what does it mean as it all as its many colored hues present many varied views? The brush paints with color, the color of the rain, the color of one's pain, the color of life's strain, the color of a smile, the color of a traveled mile, the color of two in love, the color of the sky above, Colors of the world by the brush are swirled. The colors of our dreams, just what do they mean? Colors are everywhere, a breath of fresh air. Words, what do they in their monotone, words, what do they do in their monotone hue? Words paint the emotions of peace and the commotions of life we live and what God does give. There is color in our pain. There is color in God's rain. There is color as we strain our tear-filled eyes to see beyond the dark what will be. There is color in our story. There is color in God's glory. Through words we will see colors, the many colored hues. Through words holding the clues to blessings from above, the blessings of God's love. Every word spoken, every word heard is another brushstroke in the painting of our story and God's glory. What do the dictionary and a box of crayons have in common? They tell our story. <laughs> Hopefully our words are in the dictionary, but if they're not, use them anyway. Wow. So that's just, um, you know, you look around and there's just colors, of course, I think we're all drawn to the color of the blue sky when you get a beautiful blue sky, white, fluffy clouds, the sunshine, near the sky at night with the moon. I mean, there's just colors that are they're everywhere. 
and colors can express so much uh, uh, in our lives. It can ex express so very much in our lives. Right. So uh, that's um, that's what what this one is about. Just colors in our lives, and you know, can we can we we see them, but do we feel them? Yeah, I, I yeah, I get what you're saying on that. I, that makes a lot of sense to me. It's uh, it, interesting. What did the dictionary and a box of crayons have in common? Well, tell I, story. that's what I wrote. I wrote that after I'd written a poem. Yeah. And when I was rereading this for, for this podcast, I thought, how in the world did I come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> but when, it's just a matter of the dictionary has the words and a box of crayons has the colors. Yeah, but they do both paint a picture. You're right. I can see what you're... We, your point there too. I mean, words do paint a picture, mm -hmm. and, they, and they they do have color. There's yeah, there's colorful world. There's colorful <laughs> colorful words. Honest folks, I haven't had a drink in days, and <laughs> I can't talk. Maybe that's my problem. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, take a drink of water. I think I'm going to take a drink of my of of the diet. Um, oh. but you know. I find it very, very cool that uh, you can can paint a picture with colors of with your words. Picture uh, with color, not a black and white, but even black and white's cool. But, yeah. I don't know when I'm sitting reading your 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 poems, your words. I hear them in color. I don't hear them in black and white. Mm. Interesting. Very good. Okay. It, and it takes me back to, and I mentioned this in, in an earlier podcast, right? At a book signing I had here locally in Port Huron, and we're right across the river from Canada, and this Christian bookstore, there would be Christians that would come over and buy some things uh, in the in the bookstore to take back home, and that was mainly because of the exchange rate on the on our currency. Right. They got more for their money. Uh, so uh, one guy came up to me and uh, struck up a conversation, and he said, "Why are you write? Why the, why the poetry?" Well, I find he was talking before that about he was a filmmaker in Toronto, mm -hmm. and so I'm telling you know you see he sees everything through a, a camera lens, right? It's the camera lens and and it's it's life as it's going on, and I just said to me, uh, anything I see in life, there's a poem in it. There's something that you can write about it to talk about it, to tell others about it, and it's the same with colors. You can, uh, you know, that people use colorful words. They use colors. I use, color words are used a lot, but I, I've been uh, blessed to be challenged to write about colors. Yeah. And the next poem was a challenge I was given. You going to tell us by who it was yes. given? You will. I will. Okay. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, after we read it, I will tell you about okay, it. Okay, that sounds good. This one is called A Flood of Colors. Red, orange, yellow, and green. Blue, indigo, and violet. Together they become a rainbow, a promise of God so long ago. The blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, the blood that saves us, salvation, God's plan. The fire of God's deliverance as we passionately praise to our faithful observance of the life God did raise. The glory of God now shown, finding joy in our faith, 
knowing we will see God's face. Through his reign we have grown. In the beginning, promised restoration from lives of sinning, now with adoration. The authority of heaven fed on bread unleavened, led by the Holy Spirit, God's word, we hear it. The infinite and the finite, one is God, the other is man. Jesus is the bridge over the chasm that was created by Adam. The priesthood, the kingship, the royalty, the mediator, it is Jesus we worship, who is one with the creator. The rainbow, a sign of mercy of God, from Genesis. The colors, the glory of God, from Ezekiel. At the end, of the, at the, end the power of God, from Revelation. The rainbow, a reflection of God, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And there's a postscript. An artist paints with colors, a poet paints with words. Both tell a story of all God's glory. And I wrote this on July 7th of 2019. And uh, before we get into what caused me to write it, let me explain. You, you don't have the poem in front of you, so you might be wondering, well, what does all this stuff have to do with the colors? And the colors are, as I mentioned, the red is the blood of Jesus. It's the first stanza. The orange is the fire of God's deliverance. The yellow is the glory of God now shown. The green is the new beginning, promised restoration. Uh, blue is the authority of heaven. Indigo is the infinite and the finite. One is God and one is man. Violet is the priesthood, the kingship, royalty, the mediator, Jesus. And those are all things that came from looking through the Bible after being challenged to write this poem. <laughs> uh, and what had happened was when I was at Book Expo in 2019 uh, with my publisher, there were three of us who were invited to uh, promote our books there, and one of them was a name. His name was Dr. Jan Cooper, and uh, he had he was an artist. He uh, got he does, I can't tell you everything he does. He's got some things written down. Uh, he pointed where his name: teacher, PhD, author, artist, and more. Uh, so we got talking one day at lunch uh, about things, and he challenged me. He says, "I challenge you to write a poem about colors." And I sat for a good month wondering about it. I prayed about it. And finally when I, when it came to me, when, when God gave me the direction of where to go with it, I was able to write about it. And what I was pleased with was that he wanted me to talk about the colors. And I was able to mention the colors at the beginning. But as you're going through, I don't mention any colors. But the colors are there. This is an explanation of what those colors are and what they mean when you read the Bible. Wow. So I, I wrote it, I sent it to him, and uh, he gave me a pat on the back. <laughs> it was successful. It was successful. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, don't always try to challenge me to write something, but... Uh, 
I couldn't I could not uh, not accept the challenge right from another author right. I had to show him it I had to show him it could be done yeah Have, is, is he the only one who's ever challenged you to write something besides yourself you know what I mean um yeah, I, I can't think right offhand, but I know there have been a couple of things that mm-hmm. I've written that were a challenge. Right. Because of a challenge. I've written a few things that were a challenge to write, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. I've read a few yeah. things that were a challenge to read. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was on purpose, Dave. That was on purpose. Yeah, well, some of those come out of the Dirty Socks book. Um, yeah. It's, it's interesting that uh, you met that man in New York... Um, I remember you telling me about that book con that you were going to go to and, mm-hmm. and folks, uh, for those of you that don't know, Tim likes to be near home. I, I call him a homebody. Um, it's not that he, he doesn't venture around, but he's not as, uh, he's not world traveled like our brother. I'm not world traveled like no. our brother either. <laughs> um, I've never had the desire to do what our, our, our brother does and the traveling that he enjoys. I prefer, you know, the United States to, to stay in, in country, but Tim prefers to stay in Michigan. He does venture out though. I, I give you credit for that. I remember, well, me, I remember that was going to be a challenge what, for you, wasn't it? To uh, go to New York. Oh, you can't believe how much of a challenge. First of all, yes, I like to be in Michigan, but my wife says that I would be happy as a hermit. <laughs> I could live as a hermit and survive. I've realized uh, at times when she's been in the hospital, that no, I can't live as a hermit. I do need someone around, at least to be in the same house with me, maybe not the same room. Right. But yes, that was a challenge because uh, I had to get there alone. Uh, anytime I've flown, I've had a companion. My first uh, cross-country flight was to, uh, in college, to the Rose Bowl game with my roommate. Right. Okay, right. got someone with me. Uh, every other time I've flown, it's been with Mary Lou. And she is the seasoned traveler and leads me on my way. I, It's fine. Um, so for me to do that, I had to, I booked my flight from Detroit, and I flew into Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I did that because my our daughter Caitlin lives uh, outside of Baltimore, and she was going to go the first two days with me, two and a half days with me, to Book Expo. Again, so I didn't have to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> and find my way around New York City. Yeah. And then uh, the last two days, she flew home for a surprise birthday sister for her, her older sister, and my son from South Carolina flew up for the last day and a half. And then, but I had to, from there, uh, so it was fine with Caitlin because from Baltimore we took the train to New York. Well, I had to get to the train from the uh, subway station. And then I got on the train and had to get to the airport. The train, there was a shuttle from the train to the airport. Right. And then I had to get home. So it was a challenge, but God was with me. Uh, he made sure that I got where I needed to go without any problems. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a good time. And the other interesting thing was uh, when we got off the subway, we were a half a block away from our hotel. Yeah. 
was about nine blocks over to the Javits Center, but we could walk. It wasn't a problem. So everything was good. Good. I've been to New York numerous times. Um, folks, years ago, I used to drive semis, and I used to do a lot of work for the, uh, the auto industry and auto shows. I spent my fair share of time at the Javits Center waiting to get my truck unloaded or reloaded, um, driving around Manhattan uh, and New York City is a challenge, but there are day, there was a time I had a couple of days there, and New York City is a fun city to go explore, and if you love to walk, and back then I did, there's a lot to see by walking around that great city. It's, a, it's always amazed me, that town. I love that town. If I were younger... And quite a bit younger, I'd probably want to live there, but not now. <laughs> but I'm glad you're older, Dave. Yeah, I'm glad you're but older. I mean, there's so much to see and do there, and I also believe that it's very, very the things you see are very, very thought provoking to me. I mean, I just I I'd, I could go do a podcast about New York City, walking around it all day long, but that's me. I like to talk, but I'm glad I'm not living there now. Um, so, anyways, back to uh, to Florida and Michigan. Yeah, you did have a good time at that that book con. Though, didn't I did. I want to tell you the highlight was the Empire State Building. Yeah, because we went on a foggy day. We we went up to the inside uh, deck where you could uh, look out and uh, could see around. We got up to the outdoor viewing area, mm -hmm. and we we're in a fog. You could not see anything. Really? Not past the edge of the railing. You couldn't see a wow. thing. So I have pictures of that that maybe we should put on the on the blog on the pictures. Yeah. That would be <laughs> on the website of my trip to the Empire State Building. That would be great. <laughs> and actually I wasn't disappointed because not many people I don't think are able to say that they actually went up on a day when it was like that. Yeah, because most people would just say, Let's just do something different. Yeah. Yeah, well, we had one chance to do it, and that was well, it. So you go do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, Empire State Building. That was a, that's a great place to go visit. I, I, I that, and I remember going down to uh, Ground Zero, because um, yeah. they still weren't quite done excavating. They hadn't oh, started yeah. rebuilding yet. Uh, that's a, that's a way. That's okay. It's another story. Um, back to colors. Yep. Uh, or did you have something okay. else you wanted to talk about about the book the book con? No, no. I was I was just going to say what thought came to mind that you know going to the Empire State Building like that and just saying I've been there mm -hmm. was like the trip that Mary Lou and I took uh, around down to New Mexico into California and up to Oregon to see family and then our parents in Oregon and we, of course we passed by the Grand Canyon so we took the half hour ride up from the road that we were on to the Grand Canyon. And we got out of the car and we looked out at it. And we can both say that we were there. And we only did that because she was seven months pregnant. Oh, really? <laughs> we weren't going to do much. Oh, yeah, I could see why you wouldn't. We weren't going to do much else. Well, I've seen the Grand Canyon, too. Which child was she pregnant with? Jude. Jude, okay. First. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh -huh. that tells me, it, it gives me a time frame. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time. Well, no. So let's, let's move on. Yes, let's okay, move on. It's not bore our people. Uh, yeah. with well, you never know. They like this stuff, too. Okay. If you've ever been to the Grand Canyon or the uh, Empire State Building, would you please uh, go to our, our website, and uh, you can fill out a uh, 
form. I'll, I'll form it. We'll get an email telling us you can tell us when you went and how you saw it and yeah. how you feel sorry for me. Yeah. Thank you. Now let's get back to business. That sounds good. Okay. Uh, this says it's their last poem for the day, but it's not going to be. <laughs> um, and I wrote this on May 14th, 2018. I don't know what was going on at the time, but I wrote this post was the result of reading too many news reports the last couple of weeks. Okay. So I could go back to May and see. First, uh, there's uh, before the, before the uh, title, I have this. May one day we say, take my hand as we walk this land. I will understand where you stand, and as we walk, we will talk, so it is understood all that is good. The poem, Colors. We are not the colors of the rainbow. The sign God promised to Noah when the flood waters receded was that the rainbow would appear at the end of the rain as a sign that he would not flood the earth again. But we are people of different colors, children of his creation, made in his image, we are commanded to love our neighbors, love them as we love ourselves. What harm do we do sitting on our shelves? What harm would I do to myself? Today, history continues along its way, continuing to lose its way in what we say. Is what we say who we are? How, far, how have we survived this far? Yes, we love ourselves maybe too much. At this time, there is no rhyme. <clears throat> we are our own God. And now that it is not odd, it is more than a norm as we awake each morn. Yes, we live in a world torn and tattered, many lives, many living lives more battered than the fewer who have not, those who life has shot. Now, I, I want to stop here and have a little discussion. Uh, first of all, because I wrote this in 2018, I don't want people to think that when I wrote the line, those life has not shot has nothing to do with what has been in the news for the last year and a half about shootings uh, Good. Uh, by, by other people uh, in this uh, life we're living today. It was uh, partly a rhyme, but uh, yes, you're just not, your life is just, uh, there are fewer that have not, those whose life is not shot, you just, there's fewer who have not had uh, those bad happenings that, that have had a better life, a better quality of life. And uh, that is what I was trying to get across. And I'm saying those life has not shot. Those that life has not taken and attacked. Okay. Okay. And I just, I just want to get that clear. Okay. Okay. Well, that's probably a good thing. This was probably the right place yeah. to stop then. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Uh, who do we see walking down the street? So many faces of different colored hues. Is it just the hue that we view as we walk in the crowded city heat? What is inside? What is covered with skin? For all of us, it covers our sin, but it also protects our souls. Who we are, what is our goal? Why must we be separated by our color? What color is God? Which one does he favor? To both, the answer is none. So why do we shun the one who looks different than us? For most of us, so did Jesus. And again, I want to, I think, I, my hope would be that if someone read the prayer, they would understand that we're talking about why, why do we shun the one 
who looks different than us, for most of us, so did Jesus. Jesus didn't shun anyone. But the fact is that uh, he looked different than everybody else. He was Middle Eastern. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, from Scandinavia with a pale skin and a blonde hair. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, uh, you know, a, a black man from uh, Africa. Uh, wasn't from the. He was a Middle Easterner, so his skin color was different than yours and mine, and and a lot of other people's. So, uh, and at that time, maybe skin color was an issue, but again, with Jesus, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't. Okay. I'll read a couple lines that I from that stanza. So why do we shun the one who looks different than us? For most of us. So did Jesus. Backgrounds, upbringing, culture, all can be the vulture sweeping down to grab our dead souls as our lives continue to spin out of control. Backgrounds, upbringing, culture, a life with which we must live. Yours, mine, and ours, our future, with an open heart, we must live. Walk a mile in another's shoes, what have you got to lose? Nothing but all that hurts hurts you, leaving you in the dirt. You know, if somebody says, you know, walk a mile in my shoes, what's it going to do, what's it going to do to hurt us? What it'll do, it'll, it'll improve our understanding of that other person. If we walk a mile in their shoes and understand what they go through. That part of loving your neighbor and helping those in need. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. Nothing, okay, what do you have to lose? Nothing but all that hurts, hurts you, leaving you in the dirt. Those we despise, those we hate, those we consider lesser in their work, those suffering while on this earth, we may watching heaven's gate, entering heaven's gate. And won't that be a surprise when that person that we thought was just mm, a miserable, rotten old soul (laughs) shows up at heaven's gate, is let in, and you're still waiting. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, back to judgment. It's not ours to judge. It's God's. Right. What joy is there in anger as we, we berate and hate a stranger? What joy is there in ignorance of another person's innocence? If we think we are better, we are not. Created in God's image, we have been conformed to the ways of the evil one. Again, we are created in God's image. The sin that was created in the Garden of Eden, through that we have free will, and Satan was set free, and he has molded us into people who hate others, who distrust others, despise others, and uh, judge others, and uh, we we follow his ways too often, as and hopefully as Christians we're not doing that. That's my prayer. But when you look. In 2018, when I was writing this, that must have been what was on my mind was that we are we are too judgmental of others. We're not uh, forgiving and understanding, and it, it works through all generations, through all types of, of, of people that I noticed. So let me finish now. Love thy neighbor, trust in God, accept his grace, a death and resurrection, so we, his creation, Though living in this world will live in eternity, 
in a place of perfection. Two songs from my younger days come to mind, songs that, though saying the right words, it has become for me impossible to find the truth, the words that are not heard. All you need is love. Give peace a chance. Only with God's love will we truly live in peace. That's, uh, so, that's like... there's no color, there's no mention of color in this, uh, you know, red or blue or indigo. And it's, this is a poem that, is, that says, this is one time in our life we need to forget color. We need to ignore the color and we need to look at what's inside that person and uh, get rid of the distrust and the, and the hatred we have for people. And that's uh, a little stronger poem than I was thinking of reading today. But when I prayed about what poems to, to uh, read today, mm -hmm. two things, I, I trust in the Lord that he's leading me. And I was also happy to find three poems that had the title color in it. <laughs> and they all do. So I, I just leave you with that as something to think about in this world. And as, as Christians, let's go out and let's love our neighbor. Let's uh, share the gospel. And let's be accepting of people. And sure, there's going to be a lot of people who, are going to, who hate us, who are going to, who dislike us, who want to marginalize us. But let's move beyond that, knowing that we have God with us and we have God for eternity. So, now then, I wrote that one. Okay. Oh, here's one. <laughs> Sorry. Finally, this one. I wrote this just for the podcast. <laughs> okay. And it's titled, and finally this. But I have one more after that, mm -hmm. if we have time. I think we will. Uh, and I just wrote it last night. For, yeah. As a youngster, TV was in black and white. As a teen, TV had advanced to color, colorful color. They both showed and reflected the same pictures. The days of their lives were still the same, only the televisions had new names. I'm not sure where this is going. I'm not sure what I am sowing. All I know is that we were created in God's image, and if we love God, and if we love God, we love those he created. May we bless and be a blessing to all. That's what my thought was, but I, I, I have to tell you, Dave, you know, this is going to be unexpected, but of course on my notebook app on my phone, I was writing last night. You ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or is there something you want to discuss? I, if you got a minute before we go there. Yeah, let's get, we got that. Let's do that. Because I, I want to go back to, I didn't say much or anything after you read. I didn't let you, that's what Yeah, said. colors. Um, and, and I remember 2018, I remember what the world was like then and each thing you, every stanza or paragraph or however you want to, I'm, I've, I've lost the words for how you call that, but I, I, anyways, stanza. stanza, they, they say something different, but the one I really, there was a couple that really stood out. The one I like a lot is. Who do we see walking down the street? So many faces of different colored hues. It's not, or no, it is just the hue that we view. 
as we walk in the crowd, or I'm sorry, we walk in the crowded city heat. I, I, don't know, I, I we were talking about New York City earlier, and and that popped into my head. I'm going because you can't walk down a New York City street and not be crowded. It doesn't matter where you're at. I mean, you know that, I know that, but there are so many different colored hues of people, and I don't. I haven't for years looked at people as, as a color or a race. I just look at a person. Um, I may know that they're of that race because you can, you know, of course you can see things, but this kind of made me think about it a little differently. And, and I don't know, backgrounds, upbringing, culture, all can be the virtue sweeping down to grab our, (laughs) our dead souls as our lives continue to spin out of control. I mean, some of what you said back then still goes true today, but at least there's a direction for what they think they're doing today. I don't know. Anyways, that's where I was going with that. I, I, I probably went way away from where I wanted to go, but that's where it went. Well, no, I appreciate your, your comments on that one. They, they were they were good comments, and uh, you know what's worthwhile hearing what you wanted, what you said about that. But you you had said uh, two songs from younger days come to mind. Songs that though saying the right words. It has come for me, has become for me impossible to find the truth, the words that are not heard. All you need is love. I mean, I remember that song. And it never rang truer than in 18. They're in 21 or in 20. Give peace a chance. I mean, they're still saying that, Tim. I mean, you know that. You hear it. I hear it every once in a while. Only with God's love will we truly live in peace. You don't hear that in many places anymore. No. Do you? I mean, I mean, you would hear that in church, or you would hear it in talking with somebody who is a believer, who has faith, who is a Christian, or, or, whatever their you know whatever their religious beliefs are. But you don't hear that out and about in the road anymore, do you? You're out in the street. You don't. Then that's no, and that's no. in my mind out of all that all four sentences. Only with God's love will we truly live in peace is the most important one. Well, that's, uh, and that's why it's at the end. And I was thinking as you're talking, we need to make a banner. What kind of banner? Sorry, I get the microphone and that noise is just come through. <laughs> anyway, no. Yeah, only with God's love. Make a great big banner. Yeah. Bumper stickers. All kinds of things. But it's, you know, it's, Hopefully, as Christians, we can live our life that uh, we can't, we're not going to be able to share with everybody. I know that. But we can, those that we can share with who are at least open to listening to it, uh, I pray that we do that as God leads us. I have been negligent in that for years. I am maybe the, the worst one at doing that, but I've gotten so I'm better at it. Mm-hmm. I need to get better, and I pray that I do. But uh, I just think it's in, it's important in times we're living in that our faith shows that we proudly profess our faith, and that we do not hide from it, and we do not hide it from others. Yeah, there is nothing to be, and I, maybe I, I felt this way. Maybe I don't feel I don't want to say ashamed, but. 
I don't talk about it because I don't want to be judged. Well, and, and, you, and I think again, you have to be, you have to be aware of the where you're doing it. True. You know, God's not going to call you everywhere in a large crowd to do it unless maybe you're a, an evangelist. Right. And you right. have this crowd suddenly that you can hold captive and talk. But mm -hmm. individually, it's it's different. You just can't go. You're not going to go at work. Right. Talk to someone who's a guest at your place of employment, <laughs> and unless they come up to you when they got a problem and they, okay, I'm, you know, I'm really sad. I'm sorry. And you can pray with them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are places that work to do it. There are places everywhere to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just we just have to be aware of the places that God calls us to do it. I think and go and do it. And that's not where I saw it. Okay, I uh, I thought of this poem a couple nights ago. I, I thought about writing this, and uh, last night, finally, after not doing much during the day, well, I, I, I may accomplish a few things, mm -hmm. but I was uh, sitting looking out the bedroom window, and it was a blue sky, sun was setting, and I wrote this. 8.09 p.m., looking out the window, watching as the setting stun, sun still glows. Earlier, the rising sun and sky of blue brightened the welcoming of the day anew. There was rain in the afternoon, but it stopped fairly soon, the clouds moving over the lake, leaving a gentle breeze in their wake. The light of the setting sun gives the sky a different hue, the blue now shining bright, mixed with the sun's glorious light. Above the horizon, beyond the sun, above the stars, what is ours? The sun shines bright. He is our guiding light. So, I think that's a nice way to end uh, the poetry reading. Yeah, I agree. For this episode. Yeah. I'm just pleased with the way it comes. Yeah, it always amazes, it still amazes me how you'll sit there and things will come to you and, and you know, or God will give you words to, to write down. And, doesn't do that for me. He'll give me, he'll give me words to say, but he won't give me words to write down. Uh, oh, well. Because he knows I don't write very well. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, folks, it's been, it's been a good day uh, for us. There's a, it's a weird noise coming through somewhere, and I don't know what that is yet, but it just went away. Back is it? Doesn't matter, folks. It is what it is. We are a podcast. We are we are live here in your in your in your, in your computer or in your phone <laughs> or on your TV, wherever you may hear or listen to us. Tim, uh, before I forget, I wanted to make sure everybody knew that we are going to start doing videos soon. We're doing videos as we have been recording, but we're going to be posting them soon. I'm I'm not done editing them all. And you'll be able to find them on YouTube, uh, also on our website. We're going to take the con I'm going to take the contact page and make it into a video page, so you'll be able to watch us. Um, the contact page has never worked correctly, anyways, so I'm going to change it. And we'll just make because you can contact us on any one of the pages, so why not make the video page? Um, I'll look into that. Yeah, but it will be fun, and I, and we can let Tim do that. I mean. 
I mean, we're both very, very talented when it comes to computers. <laughs> but folks, don't forget. Thou shalt not lie. I, I didn't lie. You're very talented with what you do at work. At work? At a computer, right? I didn't. There are things that I have said no to doing. Oh, well, there's that, too. See, that, that, takes, that takes intelligence, too. Yeah. Folks, also, uh, don't forget to tell your friends about our podcast here. We are growing, but not quick enough. I think with your help, we can grow a little faster so more people can enjoy Tim's poetry, our banter, and hearing about the blessings that God has given both Tim and us in, in our lives. Um, and those around us. Um, I did want to mention one thing coming up in two episodes. This is episode six of season two and episode eight of season two. Again, I'm sorry, that's eight of season two. We're going to have another guest. And this is a guest that uh, Tim has known for a long, long time. And I went to school with it's it's uh, there's some fun stories there that you're going to want to listen to and tom is a very accomplished minister and other things you're going to find out about <laughs> sorry about the pause folks i didn't know what else to call tom he's a great guy so uh look forward to that in season two episode number eight uh, what do you got for us, Tim? Well, first of all, since I had a, a, a lesson in how to promote things last week, I'll show you what books we've been talking about. You always ask me where can I get them. Well, you can buy <laughs> God's Rhyme in this beautiful red color. Or if you want, well, not only if you want, but then you'll want to buy this one. The second book, God Still Rhymes, let me see, my light, which I got to show my face better, <laughs> getting in my way, so maybe that wasn't a good idea, and finally, what the podcast is named after, Living in God's Rhyme, and the fourth, when the fourth book of the trilogy is published, it'll have something about God and rhymes, and yes, you can have Four books in a trilogy. It's called Poetic License. <laughs> Don't forget that. Uh, but that's a while off. So, no, I think, uh, yeah, you can buy the books at, you can go to your local Amazon, I'm sorry, your local Barnes and Noble store. They probably won't have it because I'm not a world famous author yet, although they do have copies in the local store here in Port Huron. One of each. Uh, please, one of you buy it. The, uh, you can go to Barnes & Noble online and also get it. But in the store, you can go and ask them uh, to order it for you. And the, the thing I like about that is if you order a book there that they don't have in stock, you can't return it. So you're stuck with it. Thank goodness. And the other thing, you, the other place you can go to buy it is Amazon. We all know how to go to Amazon and buy things. Just go to Amazon and click on the name of one of the books. God Rhymes, God Still Rhymes, Living in God's Rhyme, and afterwards type in Tim Carter. It'll take you right to, to the book. And within a book or two below that, you should see the other two. And you can buy it there. Yeah. So those are your options. I uh, hope that you t 
do buy them and in, enjoy them. I've had, I haven't anybody tell me they hate it yet. <laughs> I have had a few people tell me how it's helped in a couple times. So, uh, but it, it's it's my story. It's my story. It's where my journey with God, and it starts out at, at the beginning of my really coming to realization who Jesus was, understanding completely who he was to today. And uh, I, I, I hope you uh, look into them, and if you buy them, I hope you enjoy them. And uh, don't share them with your neighbors, as another author had put it in her books. Tell your neighbor to buy one of his own. Yeah. <laughs> but no. If your neighbor would like to share it with a neighbor, fine. Just tell him to keep that, give it back right away. There you go. So that's that. So, Tim, do us a favor and uh, give us a prayer, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it home. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time that Dave and I have had for this podcast, and we pray that it has been uh pleasing to you and then give you all the glory for any success that this podcast has. We pray, Father, that uh, as people, we understand the, the separation of colors, the separation of colors in the world that we see around us, but the fact that not all colors need to be separated out, that we're all created in God's image and uh, who who knows what God's color, what color God is? Who knows? So uh, I pray that we uh, go through our lives uh, thinking of others, helping others, and uh, loving others because they're our neighbors, one of God's creation. We pray, Lord, that you would, uh, those who are suffering this week, whether it be through illness or uh, some other thing that's going on in their life, Father, we pray that you would heal them. And I pray, Father, that... Uh, have these listeners back next week for another uh, round of poetry and laughter and uh, talk with Dave and I. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And folks, just remember, if you give him the times, as you live, his word rhymes. Also, remember, this is very important, too. We are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us because we are his with Jesus. Amen. Amen and goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Have a great week.